the more perfect product you put out there, like the more, I would say, uh, constructive feedback you get, right? Because what lands up happening is, if you yourself realize that the product is sort of unfinished, then you're going to get feedback that you already know. Welcome to Outliers. This uh, this is a podcast with Outliers, and uh, one of the uh, the exciting things about doing these conversations is hunt for the next outlier. Uh, kind of living life uh, in week on a weekly basis, and uh, I'm very excited to finally nail down uh, an outlier. And uh, I'm sitting down with Sunit Singh who you would all uh, remember, I, I really hope, as someone uh, who was very closely involved with uh, ClearTrip. ClearTrip uh, is known a lot for its design that continues to outlive uh, so many formats and Sunit uh, headed the design at ClearTrip. Yes. Yeah. Sunit, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Pankaj. Thanks for having me over. I'm really excited to talk to you. <laughs> Good. I mean, finally, I got you, right? So that's... <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He's not forced. <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, one of the interesting things uh, about design uh, that we see in ClearTrip is, one, it continues to outlive a lot yeah. of its peers yeah. who are newborn and who are legacy of yeah. all kinds. Yeah. And I think around the time, Sunit, you also got involved with the time when mobile was taking off. Okay? Yes. The, the mobile web was being talked about. Yeah. Before I get into all of that, yeah. tell me who you are. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there is an interesting keto discussion we had. <laughs> okay. But give me a sense of where do you come from, Sunil. Sure. Okay. So, uh, I grew up in Bombay. Um, and basically, uh, my educational background is that I studied five years of art. Uh, so I, I, I specialized in fine art, so I, I studied to be a painter, so I did a five-year uh, bachelor's in drawing and painting. Uh, and after that, I joined um, IIT Mumbai, where they have an industrial design center. <coughs> uh, and I did two years of uh, what they call a visual communication uh, master in design. Uh, and then post that, I uh, worked... I started my own design firm where we were doing basically design of all kinds, basically ranging from graphic design to motion graphics, uh, pretty much everything that was was possible in those days. And then I joined uh, Paper Plane, which is a small design firm in Bombay, which was run by Roosh and Rajiv Sate. Uh, worked there, and then I did Burp. Mm. Uh, for two years, two and a half years, and then moved to Bangalore with Yahoo, and then ClearTrip, and then Ola, and then Design Capital now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been the journey so far. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what was your first job, 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 as they call it in the design world? So I think, uh, see, I've like, I've, um, you know, I, I've been sort of a little early into the commercial sort of work, so to speak, right? So I was, uh, I think JJ has that um, culture where, you know, uh, being an art student, you can put a lot of your uh, talent to work and start 
making some money when you are in college itself so like so i would say that uh, my journey starts within jj itself where you know you had seniors who were taking up projects and they needed extra hands you know like uh, on their projects you know in the form of doing murals in places or uh, graphic design work right so people who art directors in agencies or they were cinematographers in something or they were art directors in something right so we used to basically group of they used to come recruit students from you know jj and then we used to go like you know make some money over the weekend and stuff like that so i would say that's really the beginning of it so i did a lot of freelance work through college so yeah i mean like much before i actually even you know went to college and all that i was doing a lot of this stuff and i would i think i owe my craft to like the work that i did in those days because even in college because i was already doing commercial work there was um uh, you know there was this uh, sort of need to deliver quality because you know you were getting paid for it uh, so yeah i mean i think like i would say that a lot of the craft and finishing and quality and you know uh, all that came in those days basically when i was doing actually freelance work uh, pre getting a job and all that <laughs> yeah uh, before we do a deep dive in the yeah. clear trip journey itself yeah, yeah. uh people normally talk of design beliefs or yeah. you know uh, the things that you look up to yeah uh when did you start uh, having your own uh, framework like things that you believe in when it comes sure. to design and what does design really mean to you because you know you and <laughs> i'm a novice right completely sure. i'm from outside i'm complete sure. bystander uh, sure. it can mean different things to different people so how right. did you find your focus yeah. and and what is that focus See I think um uh, so it's been so it's kind of evolved the thought process there right uh, so it started off with um you know because you're in art school and you know you wanted to do something unique as in like you started with uh, this uh, you know excelling was all about being different right uh, is to do something which is entirely unique whether it's you know your the the art you're creating or any design work that you're doing right so there was like that element uh but that kind of like you know sort of changed a little bit and it became like after i went to design school it uh, became more and more about function right uh, it became more about practicality and usability and things like that so i would say that um, but the good thing is uh when you put these two together it becomes like a good combination i would say so that's really worked for me right like i've always i've come from a background where you know you're always striving to be different but then you know like you sort of you combine it with the functional aspect and you know you land up with something which is probably functional yet stands out you know what i mean as uh, a, a unique experience i would say uh so yeah i mean if that answers your question <laughs> that's kind of yeah uh, it does actually uh let's come to clear trip and yeah. spend some time sure. uh, on there because i think as a product it it continues to uh, live outlive yeah and beyond seem to relate to it as consumers uh, it's a clearly a habit formation when it comes to yeah. product uh take us through that journey uh, sunit and uh, take us through the biggest challenges you faced on that journey and uh, take us through the key milestones on the design journey that you had with clear sure 
help us see that inside out because most of us only experience it yeah but we don't know what yeah. so take us through that yeah so i think um um i came in at a time i was just we were talking about this earlier i came in came in to clear trip at a time where i would say that um, you know uh, so mobile browsers were just taking off uh, i think we were in those days at the you know iphone 3g stage or i don't know maybe it was a 2g version of it right and you were just seeing the browser being capable enough to almost deliver the experience that you you know you would get at the desktop of course and you know there were all these um elements of you know customizing the experience for browser so now those capabilities were built where you you could understand what the user agent is and then deliver a slightly different experience on them so i mean i have i think like i've obviously been sort of the crafty person so it was intriguing to see how you know you could use all the platform capabilities to kind of deliver the best experience right so i would say that the good thing was clear trip was always est- had had already established as you know uh, as one of the you know uh, i would say the the simplest experience out there when it comes to travel was that just to stay on the that yeah, line yeah was that kind of almost a mission statement or design statement for the product yes absolutely i think like uh, i would say that you know uh, i mean if you look at what is going on in online travel in those days with so many players in the market like clear trip had to kind of stand for something and i think the design and product was basically what they uh, chose to stand for that doesn't mean that you know they are you know the the hygiene things were not taken care of i mean today also i have seen a lot of people who say that you know clear trips pricing is higher and all of that but i mean like in the sense i think we've always tried to make sure that the pricing has been sort of competitive competitive right but yeah i would say that design was one of the design and the product was one of their key pillars right at the time so yeah i mean coming back to you know um the design journey the yeah. design journey and stuff like that so i started off basically working on the first mobile site and there basically what we wanted to do is uh, we wanted to we, we wanted to build an mvp for the mobile right and the idea was that okay you know who like having a very very laser focus idea on who we are designing for so start started with there right where we said who is you know on a mobile and who are we designing for right so we said that we are we are designing for the business traveler right whose you know timings are flex i mean sorry travel plans are slightly flexible so and you know they would probably want to book travel on the go so we basically said that the first version of the product is going to be only one way one traveler right only credit card payments that's it right one way one traveler only credit card payments right i mean to really test waters right because this would actually this would suffice the needs of this particular traveler right so that basically you know that let us really laser focus on building the right experience for this particular customer right so we didn't have to uh, in terms of just the 
complexity of the interface we cut it down to quite an extent right and the focus was to kind of get someone who is looking to travel i mean book on the go make that experience really really simple uh so i think i would say that that's where i first really learned the value of being extremely focused in terms of who which problem you're trying or whose problem you're trying to solve right so there was a lot of you know round trip came much later uh multi passengers came much later when we knew that this is you know a need that we are fulfilling in the right way in fact i would say that uh, we didn't like our mobile web experience was so good in those days that we stayed away from building a mobile app for the longest time we were probably the last to build a mobile app because our mobile website was as good even actually today if i open the mobile website and the app together they are comparable in terms of speed in terms of performance in terms of experience right so i'm obviously very very proud of that because that was my first project there uh yeah so i mean i would say that like you know and then that evolved into uh you know a very very comprehensive travel solution on the on your mobile web right uh, starting from flights pretty much everything uh, domestic international trains hotels we had pretty much built everything onto that platform and then only when we were like you know sort of you know reached a point where okay now we we felt that okay the app i mean this is the time when we didn't even know you know if this, these apps are here to stay you know what's going to happen we were kind of staying away from you know like you know investing in individual platforms because the web kind of allowed us to be on all platforms at the same time so yeah i mean uh, and then we basically built out you know we took all the learning uh, from the mobile app, website onto the app and then we took that to the next level right like we kind of um we we basically saw what is possible in the mobile apps and basically build specific experience for that so a lot of our learning uh, we applied there right we had obviously like one or two years of experience building for mobile so app in that sense became much easier for us um, so yeah the other thing sunil you remember the other day we were talking about when we met yeah this whole thing iterative design versus yes. yeah the design that you're talking about yeah one of the things you always come across is uh, people talk of iterative design sometimes yeah almost like an excuse to keep changing yeah uh because they are experimenting or things yeah. are eternally in the beta yeah. stage yeah so what what are your thoughts and learnings on this front um, yeah. iterative versus a more whatever fixated or whatever you want to show sure. so actually you know uh, i would say that we've always uh, believed in back in theodrift to build something that is you you want to build something that lasts right it's built to last that's the sort of philosophy that we've gone with right and uh, i think the, the so yeah i mean there are like i said there are two schools of thoughts right one is basically like you know be quick and dirty put something out there and you know or basically get it perfect and put it out there and my personal take is that um is that the question to ask is that what are you going to get when you put it out that you cannot get you know internally right uh, and this actually is something that who should ask is like what is 
you know when when you know we are at a stage where we we, we say like should we release this and like his question has been like is there something that you want to learn that you cannot you cannot capture or you cannot basically improve within you know internally if you can capture it you better ca you, you capture it and i've seen that uh, the more perfect product you put out there like the more i would say uh, constructive feedback you get right because what lands up happening is if you yourself realize that the product is sort of unfinished then you are going to get feedback that you already know right so i think that's been the major learning like otherwise it's like ha uh, and we know this is the issue oh we know this is the issue so the users don't get to that real valuable feedback because they are looking at all these superficial issues that you are already aware of so in that sense it's it's a waste of time actually for both of i mean both the creator as well as the user right so yeah i mean i think i would say that i still firmly believe that you should cut down the scope of the product uh, build like a you know a smaller feature set but it has to be properly baked it it cannot be half baked right because then you know you want people to be using it and giving you that thing that you missed not something that you already sort of know about right uh, yeah so uh, yeah that's basically i would say has always worked for us because like you know uh, when you i think it's also like giving your users a little bit respect you know what i mean uh, uh, and so we've seen that you know the feedback has always come from you know we we've got feedback from you know people who are designers themselves or you know people who uh, you know can help in taking that forward which may there might be some oversight that we missed and there are some details that someone else has picked up right otherwise it's just like ha matlab in the sense you just keep getting the same old same old stuff it'll be repetitive feedback from everybody right this doesn't work that doesn't work whatever yeah can can you hand pick a couple of examples from the clear trick journey hmm. one which was the toughest according to you in terms of doing it yeah feature or an update uh and the other that didn't see light if you can <laughs> yeah i think it would be good to learn from both those instances where something saw light and yeah. it was tough and something that didn't see light because i'm sure there would be failures uh, in in the design world as well yeah yeah so basically um um i would say that um some of the wins have been um, or other challenges <laughs> have been um that um sometimes basically like you know when you are in this um so i think this is sort of like you know applies to most people who are like have the craft uh, element to them right who are generally creators artists or whatever like or you know whatever uh i mean there is obviously like little bit of an attachment and you know yeah. uh, all of those elements that you need to kind of be a little aware of right um, so that's been i would say a little bit a little bit of a challenge sometimes you know i, I mean of course you, you you know like i said you know you want to basically reach a level where you know you reach perfection but sometimes you also need to take a call right so like taking that call on when it's ready right is like a element that we basically like have 
or sometimes struggles, right? Like when do we ship? Uh, so yeah, that's one mm-hmm. thing I would say. Um, the other thing where you, that didn't see light. I mean, sometimes. Uh, so so this this craft versus you know taking a pragmatic approach or yeah because there is business to yes. satisfy then yes. there are users to satisfy yeah and and balancing all of that with with a craftsman yeah ship that you have yeah is that too much of a dilemma to deal with uh yeah sometimes but like i mean i mean in the sense one good thing is that like i mean if there is general agreement across the board where like you know like i was actually telling you this also that the good thing that worked for us was that we stood for that, right? We stood for good design, right? So putting a good product out there was almost a business imperative, like in the sense that that was the expectation from users. It would hurt the brand if we didn't, right? Uh, so I think that's that's obviously one good thing. Uh, so I would say that dilemma was in that sense, uh, not a dilemma, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, what is your next question? No, the, the thing, the, one thing that didn't seem light of the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, you know, just that would have think. given you a lot of joy for, for that. I'm just trying to think about that, actually. Uh, Were there too many? No, no, actually. Um, so, some of the things that basically I would say that um, we would we probably struggled with a little bit was uh, was content right we struggled with it a little bit uh, you know we had a product called small world uh, so that was like it's not it's, it, we had we, we, we don't we, it's not there anymore uh, the other the thing which seems like a very obvious at the time, uh, I don't know what ClearTrip is doing with that use case right now, but at the time we were, we struggled a little bit with the concept of booking weekend getaways. This is back in the day, right? Um, so I think it's not, it may not have to do with the product. Um, you know, it may have been a combination of multiple things, whether, you know, the market was ready for it, uh, you know, how we were positioning it, uh, you know, whether we had the right kind of entry point. So I think these are the two areas I would say that, uh, so I think we also figured out that, you know, we, our strength is actually, you know, building good transactional products, right? Uh, so that's what we did. We actually built out really good non-transactional products also, like basically like one of, one of my favorite products was when we built out way to go which was basically like a, a multimodal you know transport like basically if, if you wanted to like actually travel from this office to niagara falls we would basically like you know pretty much uh, give you the entire route including public transit you know airline options public transit from here public transit from there right so that was an interesting product that we built really from a design and product perspective, super solid. Uh, but again, like we, these are some of the products that we shut down just so that we could focus on the core products. I would say. So, so uh, the the other thing is, 
sometimes when products don't work yeah uh, people would blame design too yeah. given uh, what is uh, a more convenient thing to blame but are there outright design wins like do you believe design can be outright so good mm. that it dwarfs all other problems even if there are does it happen or is it too wishful to think no i think it's too wishful to think <laughs> uh, it also depends on it also depends on what um, you know what problem you are trying to solve now there are some problems can be one through product itself right but you know there is elements of price the right price the element of i think it's the overall value right uh the overall value is what makes a product win i would say not just a good experience right um so i don't think there is an outright win as such through design only uh and i don't think uh, yeah I mean, at the same time i don't think you could blame design uh like i mean i the reason i say that you can't blame design is because there are badly designed products that are doing really really well right so <laughs> yeah yeah the the other thing is uh, this whole debate of ease of use yeah. versus uh, what makes a good design kind of debate or functionality versus uh, what makes a good design product yeah uh, are there uh, these battles that design has to fight Sorry, I, I, i mean quite like like for example if if i'm looking to build a product yeah. and you're thinking of a market you're thinking yeah. of the need yeah. then you want to address you know the feature heavy yes. so called feature heavy product yes uh, you want to cramp everything in yeah. you want to make it uh, you know you're thinking of convenience yes uh, versus design yeah so how do you fight those battles and and <laughs> are there in sense where you would rather lose than win see uh so i have seen that basically um i would so here's how i look at it right there are some things that you have to first of all pick your battles right um uh, you can't fight every battle out there and i think designers have to learn like how to pick your battles there are some things that you have to give a little bit of a chance right and support uh there could be somebody in the team who is convinced and um, sometimes some things are just obviously don't make sense right um, you can question right you can question you know what it would result in terms of business impact you could question in terms of what value it's bringing to users right and if you know those sound convincing then you go with it you support it uh, and then you see what comes out of it um otherwise you know if there isn't a like you know convincing answer then yeah you have other things to do right so i think it boils down to uh the choice or picking it up or not all always boils down to whether you have the resources and bandwidth to do it you know i would say uh, i was just thinking about clear trip when yeah. you were talking yeah, yeah. uh the fact that clear trip continues to outlive its peers yeah. and others yeah. as a functional product which yeah. is designed well users love the interface yeah. and all is it because it's greatly designed or is it because you don't have any other product 
which is designed better. <laughs> so no, so I'll tell you. Like actually, I I think about this quite a lot actually, and I also wonder like why is it so loved? You know, I mean that question comes to my mind, and uh, the more I think about it, I feel that you know whenever we are working on a problem, right? Uh, now of course there are. Some things that don't work, right? There are some things that really work. Some of the core stuff is really works really well. Uh, but the, I would say that the, the objective has always been right when we're trying to solve a problem through design. Is saying that, I would tell designers on my team that, you know, get to a level where there is no other way to do it. You know, you can attack a problem in many other ways. You can lay out information. Like, let's assume that you know you you're helping a a traveler choose a flight, right? And there could be multiple ways of actually like displaying the information. But is there might be one right way, right? And to arrive at that one right way, it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of iteration. And of course, at the end of the day, after all the iterations and all the uh, sort of you know approaches you've tried. You have to make the right decision as in what is right for the customer. Um, so we we always try to reach that level that there is no better way to do it, right? And I think that's the secret of it being outlived. I mean, you know, outliving is like sort of age, right? Uh, is that you know nobody like when some somebody else tries to solve that same problem, they would try everything to try. Try to be different and like realize that this is the best way, you know what I mean? Um, or you would you would see a product that is so desperately trying to be different at the cost of being a worse experience, you know what I mean? So we've like we've kind of reached we've I think in some cases we've reached that level of simplicity, reached that level of you know uh, I would say going down to that core. A level that basically there is no other way. Like you know, it's like mazal hai koi like kuch alag karke dikhai, right? Like so, we've done some of that, right? Like uh, that's because we, I would say that we've thought so much about this, and normally no one would actually care about those things, but for us it's very very important, right? Like how I lay out, you know, flight information so that easy for someone to compare flights and make a decision is. You know, like no one would actually give a damn about like that that problem, but we really, really thought about it, right? Or when we talk about, you know, uh, I mean, we we picked up a project which was just redesigning the ticket, right? And we thought about, you know, how will a user, you know, quickly view the ticket and figure out what the timing is, which is the terminal, you know, any additional information that he needs for the flight. We thought about okay when he's a very frequent customer, how would he or she basically you know manage multiple tickets when you know there are like sort of multiple hops, like how do you make scannability across that better, you know who will who else will come in contact with the ticket like you know the security guard, what is he looking for? What are the things? How how do we make certain things easily scannable for that person? Right in terms of finding the name, knowing this is the you know the terminals are correct. He's at the right terminal. He's at the right airport. Um, to you know going to the airport counter and that person actually like issuing a boarding pass. Right now, I would say that like 
you know we've gone to that level of detail mm-hmm. and like in many places we've gone down to that level of de- detail right in terms of we thought i mean you know so like we looked at problems like you know typing on the mobile is inherently was difficult right like this is you know before chat became like you know people were actually typing a lot on their phones this is basically pre you know chat becoming like sort of the way of communicating but i think like chat is completely different i still feel that people hate typing when it comes to doing transaction right just imagine writing your entire address it's 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 very very hard right uh, chatting is completely different anyway so i was saying that you know you had standards that allowed inputting email addresses faster right where it would pick the right keyboard you had the platform capability to automatically pick the number keyboard you had um, you know like these kind of platform we would actually go and hunt for like things that we could use to make this all of this seamless now even today like i'm talking about 2010 uh, we did this right today even today like it's 2018 eight years later you have banks that you know basically make you enter otps and that otp field doesn't automatically you know uh, show a number keyboard i mean it's the heights right so i'm just saying that like it's just these kind of things like lot of you know there are lot of things like you would do small small things which are natural right like you would name field was automatic auto capitalize right so you didn't have to capitalize it like you know if you write pankaj p would be capital you know things like that so we've done all these small small things and it just like sort of you know it may not feel like anything while you're using it but as soon as you like try to switch to another platform you will start seeing how much friction there is right uh no it's strange how when we're talking of build to last products right yeah. how these every little thing matters yeah. like what the example that you're giving yeah. now i'm thinking about it right yeah. one of the reasons why i mean we love clear tree yeah. and it, it, i think the, these little things that you're talking absolutely, about absolutely yeah sometimes people are over engineering things yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah we we totally believed in the details like really sweating all these little details final uh, question sunit uh you design yourself <laughs> redesigned i should say right yeah. i i didn't know i mean if you had not told me yeah. uh how you changed yourself yeah what what was you said you were 100 uh, over 100 kgs right yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and now what is what's the count like now yeah i've lost about uh, 30 plus <laughs> kilos in the last 18 months <laughs> yeah what drove this i mean uh, i'm also trying to understand if when you're obsessing about things that you love as craftsman and design yeah. and all that how yeah. much of that influences your life or, or the person you are well i think the the trigger was you know you i mean i've always wanted to do this like it's always been like a thing that you know i think anyone who's unfit like you know uh, dreams of being fit one day right but i think i reached a level where like you know i couldn't just dream about it right so i basically took it up and of course i think i realized one thing is that um you need the right resources the you know the right people to guide you is very very critical right you could be basically uh 
putting in a lot of effort and this applies to every part of your life you know health wealth your career you know the being associated and getting help from the right people is critical and you know that initial success and those small successes what led you to where you can actually now like sort of create a sustainable uh, life i mean i you know like like you know i've been able to sustain it because you know there are these small wins like along the way that have happened otherwise you know you get demo it's very easy to get demotivated in this department right like that's a good line yeah. <laughs> create small make small wins huh? yeah i would say that yeah <laughs> thanks okay. it's lovely talking to you thank okay, you thanks a lot thank you stay yeah. this way thank yeah you. bye